welcome to episode number 89 of Beef's Beef. Allegedly. Oh my god, don't do this. First off, I want to go ahead and say we've heard the criticisms and we're going to take them into account. And shove them right where the sun don't shine. No. Matt, oh, sorry. Matt, my brother, said he's caught up on, or is catching up on episodes, told me to stop drinking in the mic. I did it once, maybe five times, I don't know. Allegedly. We're not doing that today. <laughs> We're not doing that today. Yep, you're not. No, you're not doing it either. All right, I'm not I won't gonna do let it. You, I'm not going to let you do it. I won't do it. And then... Apparently, I clear my throat too much as well. So we're going to work on these things. This this is a work in progress. Yes. You can only get better if you watch film. And that's what we're doing. Or you, listen to film. You guys are our film. So yeah. you guys tell us what we need to get better on. True that. So uh, this is episode 89. I'm surprised BJ hasn't interrupted me yet to tell me his feel about the number 89. No, I didn't want to interrupt you because I was thinking, you know, you're bringing up the negative and bringing up the critiquing, and I'd like to bring up the positive. Because I don't think it's negative. I think it's no. Yeah. I think it's a positive hey. that people are big enough to tell us that stuff. Correct, but I'm saying critiquing is typically looked at as a negative light, and my segment, that is my favorite and best part of the segment, is looked in – in the most extreme Did you just light. Say the best part of the segment. Yeah, that's voted on by the listeners, the fans, the friends, the fellow compadres. That I, I haven't heard that, but if that's what, if that's the feedback that you're getting, then I'll take your word for it. Yeah, but this is the thing: you don't have your ear to the street like I do. Oh, right? I got my ear to the street. I'm that's... just saying. So, episode eighty nine, anyways. Only eighty nine only has two divisors. Okay. You know what that means? Yeah. Good. So what would those be if you had to take a wild guess? This is an easy one for all you mathematicians. I wonder why don't you tell us what it is. Well, okay, number one and number 89. Bingo. So that's the first easy one, right? The second one is in rugby because we've been going off the wall, Wait, right? What did you? Rugby. You, I had a list. Yeah. <laughs> it reminds me of uh, Teddy Rubskins. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's what that sounded like. I bit my lip right when I said it, too. I felt it. Rugby. Yeah, I don't, I don't even know. I can't even say it. Rugby. You, yeah, that's. Yeah. So in rugby, 89 is a move in a phase following a scrum, which the number eight catches the ball and transfers it to the number nine. So that's a classic power move right there. Rugby and 89, right? Number three. Uh, failed Proposition 89 in California. You're a big one on this because you love politics, but this one actually would have been a good proposition because it would have offered clean elections centered on campaign finance reformation, a.k.a. certain limitations to who could give them money, which is big in California because think about it, that's going to sway their vote. Anyways, I can tell you're excited about this segment, so I'm going to move on to number four. Number four is that, and this one I think you're going to really love as well, too. You've said that about all of them. No, I've only said that about three of the four. This is number four. So this is, you know, you're going to enjoy this one. But 89 is the highest amount of verses in a chapter of a book in the Bible other than Psalms. And I know you're a big biblical individual, and um, I know you read your Bible on the regular basis. So Numbers chapter 7 is the one, but 89 verses in that book. On to number five. Wait, you said that was the most verses in any book? In any book? Yes, besides Psalms, because Psalms has some redonkulously yeah, long. It does. Yeah. 
And it was it was in Numbers. Numbers seven, chapter seven. Okay, that's, that's not the that's, most enjoyable. That's actually one I did not know. That's there's a good fact. Yeah, I'll be honest. You find, you're you're like one for thirty on, yeah. on these. And I wasn't. I didn't know that one either. That took a little bit of digging. You know what I'm saying? So, and let me just tell you, Numbers chapter seven is not the most enjoyable read in the world. So, just in case you need to skip that one, you can skip it for right now. Uh, but number five was my personal favorite because it actually got the wheels turning. And sometimes when you read something, you think of something else. But the Oklahoma Red Hooks, which are a minor league baseball team, were formerly known as the Oklahoma 89ers, right? Hence episode 89. That name came from the Oklahoma land run of 1889 in which they opened up the state and said that anybody who lived on the property could own that property at that point too. So the reason why I thought of that is because it was pretty cool because we hear these names of these teams and I always kind of wonder where did these names come from, right? So made me think where did the 76ers name come from where did the king's I think I, name I come think from i think the 76ers one's pretty easy what is it i feel like it's probably the 1776 when the boom when the declaration of independence was uh signed dropping historical knowledge i, just, I mean people. that was just a yeah. guess but i just feel because all of their stuff is so you know the a lot of their logos is the liberty bell and stuff i granted that's in philadelphia but yeah you figured that's what it was going towards and stuff like that that's correct and that was very impressive so he did not know that before i'll give credit where credit is due 1776 the kings i don't i don't know what why the sacramento kings are called the kings or, honest, or the la kings yeah kings was not a great story because kings as you mentioned moved around a little bit and then they had their name that they were the royals were actually bought out and retaken by a Cincinnati team. And this was before the NBA. This is NBL, this is ABA, this is other versions of, um, not the NBA, but professional basketball. And then they went to Kansas City, Yeah. and then they had a conjoint name, and it ended up just becoming the Kansas City Kings at that point. Well, I mean, I think it's always funny to just think about the Lakers. Yeah, because of where the I'm sure you know where the Lakers name came from. Yeah, Minneapolis. Uh, yeah, Minneapolis. Land of ten thousand lakes. Yeah, there's not the, many lakes in LA. And now it's in LA where there's like zero lakes. Yeah. But this was the other thing I looked at on here. A lot of these names were voted on at one point in time, like just fan votes and stuff. Like that's where the Sixers came from. The other option I think they said that came in second place was the Presidents, or no, that was Cleveland. Cleveland, the second place one was the Presidents, and the reason why it was second place was because Cleveland had produced the most presidents behind the state of Virginia. So Ohio had? Yeah. Okay. With seven seven presidents previously. That's impressive to know. Yeah. Well, I like the Cavs See, now, a lot now, better now than now the you're presidents. Bringing, now you're bringing knowledge that, like, I actually – not the two division – Divisors. Bring me, bring me good stuff. Yeah, but you've got to have those in there so that way when you drop the good stuff, it just – like this is like this one was a good one. The last two I'll give you credit for. The yeah. most verses in a book of the Bible and where some of these names came well, from. Well, let me ask you a question then, Mr. Beef. Do you think there was any coincidence that those were the two last ones? Do I didn't think, know that I didn't know they were the last ones. Yeah. And then last week, do you think there was any thought into putting the last ones as in my main man Marty McFly? I'm just going more Doc Brown. Or Doc Brown? But see, I told you last week you missed the best one, the most important one. Yeah, your birthday, birth year, birth year. Yep. Which correct? I I probably that one was like not 
too tough for me to guess. I should have done my homework and, and got that. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm pretty good at math, but I just wasn't, wasn't on my A game last week. Apparently so, yeah. yeah. Allegedly. So, is that all of them? That's all of them. And so, that will be the last time I use that word for okay. this episode, thanks to Mr. Daniel Grimes. Yeah. So, two things. This is quick. We didn't talk about this, but uh, we were added to two new apps. Uh, one of them will be up and running uh, June 3rd. It'll be up and running completely. Uh, it's called Hall About Sports. Uh, it's run by Brian Hall, who's a producer for 93.9. It should be pretty cool. They're going to have like a 24-hour streaming thing. Nice. So every week that we upload an episode, our episode's going to go straight into there. It's going to be added on there like a radio station. So you're going to be able to hear us like a radio station with other shows that are on there. What's 93.9 known for playing? Mostly Louisville stuff. It's a Louisville sports uh, radio So it's station. not music? No, it's, it's all... just strictly sports talk radio. Nice. I did so, not know about that. Yeah, so he is a producer for uh, pretty much every one of the Louisville area sports shows. Uh, Drew Diener's show in the morning, Midnight's with Marcus Maben, uh, The Drive with uh, Mark Ennis, and then um, I, th- yeah, I think that's all. I think he does some on 680 as well. 680 and 93.9 are conjoined. Okay. Okay. Uh, so he does stuff for both of them. The other thing that we were added to is an is an app called Laughable. It's a it's mostly geared towards like comedy podcasts and comedy stuff like that. But hey, you know, I think we're pretty funny. So we are now on that as well. So however you want to listen to us, we're pretty much anywhere you can think of. So there's really no excuses now to listen to the episodes. Yeah. Well that's awesome too. I look forward to that laughable app. And I think the first segment on there would be beautiful to have you wearing your mullet proudly on there too that's that's not gonna happen well it could uh, i also sent bj a link to uh, figure out which WNBA jersey he wanted to wear um so he could go ahead and pick out which one's gonna go better with his eyes which, for when he wears his mullet and his jorts let me go ahead and give you a little bit of an early lock of the week and what it's going to be is that the Las Vegas team for WNBA will be winning a national championship this year. National championship in college? No, did I say national championship? You did. You did well, I mean, it is national because I think it is across the country. But what what do you call the WNBA Cup? The they're, Cup. They're <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I mean, I, I guess the WNBA championship. They're winning that one, bro. That's the one they're winning. So you can write it down. Liz Cambage, all-star. So we that MVP. was our lock of the week last week. By the way, was uh, we we took the fever and the liberty, and you won uh, some garbage. Well, I wouldn't say garbage. I would say some skill. It was garbage. The yeah. liberty took an L to the fever, which now puts BJ up one. One. I mean, well, no. Now the way I look at it is, this is you don't want to get these notches. So I've got zero. You've got one right now, and the first one to get to five is. I thought it was the first five wins, and then the other person has to get. It. So you have well, you have one yeah, win. Same same op- option either way. Yeah. So BJ has one win. I don't have any currently. Yeah, so... And, you know, I'm not going to say anything too much because, you know, I've learned my good juju. And so I'm going to continue my streak on this week, hopefully, by saying you had an admirable pick and uh, came down to the last second there and it looked like you had me. But, you know, they just pulled it through. And the the hometown heroes came through for your boy. It's garbage. Yeah. So a couple weeks ago, we actually spoke, or I gave, I spent what 
minimal knowledge I had of the sport of cricket. Uh, I was texted by Tony and said that for not knowing anything about the sport that I actually did decent. So I'm gonna. That's kind of a backhanded compliment. No, he actually, he actually, uh, he actually badmouthed me, and he was like, "Actually, you know, you knew more than I thought you would." Yeah. So I took it as a compliment. Does he know about cricket? He knows a little bit about it because his buddies play it. Okay. And Tony had the idea that we should get a bunch of people that don't know how to play it together and play it. Oh man! Not with his buddies. Because yeah. his, he said his buddies are, like, really good. So. He's bringing the ringers. Yeah, so, like, he, he's like, it is actually fun to play, but I can't play with my friends because they're actually really good. Yeah. So, I mean, I wouldn't mind playing some cricket. Just of course check, not. checking it out. You We'd know? be really bad against Every, see, people that's the good really thing good. About everybody would be really bad. Yeah. So, if we get everybody that's really bad at cricket and just play, I think it would be fun. Oh, yeah. I guarantee it. And I'm winning. You know, that's what I do. So, so we decided we're going to take you, – you brought up another off the wall – thing for our lock of the week and what what is this what is this cup called here that they were that we're uh, betting on well it's just an idea we had a couple of options right but this is the cricket world cup basically cricket world cup baby yeah. that's what we're betting on so what is south africa and england are, that is are, are facing off in a match tomorrow i think it said what 5 30 a.m oh, i got the alarm set already bro yeah. i got the alarm the dvr set just in case i oversleep through my alarm well you're gonna need that alarm set because if you get two losses you're well on your way to that mullet you're right. That's two-fifths two of the way there. That's correct. That's quick math. That was quick math. So, you since you are bringing the lock of the week here, the idea, who are you taking? I'm going to go ahead and take with the hometown team. I'm going to stick with England because they're playing in London. You know, I don't got a lot of strategy on this one. I wish I could tell you that I did. But because it's cricket, because I'm not very knowledgeable, England sounds good to me. I'm going with South Africa because there's, uh, you know, Africa's a pretty big continent. So I figure yeah. there's probably a lot more crickets there. So that's, <laughs> chirp, chirp. Yeah, that's what I'm going with. Uh, South Africa. That's also where uh, Steve Nash is from. So that's also factoring into my decision. Who's the guy who made Tesla? What's his name again? Not uh, only Tesla, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, really rich, yeah, really I intelligent. His, I can't think of his. I think I he's from there face. too. Yeah. What's his name? I wish I knew because you should. We should know. Yeah, I mean, you hear it all the time. He made he the flamethrower. He's got the underground. Well, basically, he's got the subway system in L.A. that he's <laughs> that that Theo yeah. Vaughn bashes on all the time. <laughs> Everybody does because think about it. It's basically like the New York subway system, except for he's making it as the next latest greatest. Yada Elon yada yada. Musk. Elon Musk. Elon we should have known yeah. that. We should have. I've but, had a tough time blanking out on stuff today. Yeah, but. Brendan Schaub also bashes him for making garage doors. <laughs> He's always talking about making garage doors and remaking the subway system that's already there. What's wrong with garage doors? We don't need them apparently. Like what he's like, what are you making garage doors for? Why don't you use it to? Why don't you use your knowledge to make something useful? Is what he says. Oh well, that makes sense. But I'm thinking garage door. I don't want anybody coming in and stealing anything out of my garage. No, not at all. We got a tough neighborhood, bro. I hear that. Real tough. Oh, by the way, dude. So this is Uh-oh. this is totally off the wall and has nothing to do with my mind wanders a lot of times. Yeah. So, you know, I got that new truck about a month or two ago. Right. And they gave me that uh, meat smoker in there. Right. Tell me why the dude in my work went and got a truck there today. Yeah. They gave me another meat smoker, bro. I got two meat smokers. Right. <laughs> <laughs> two, don't, 
doubling up on the meat smoker. Yeah, so if anybody needs some meat smoked, I'm your guy. Well, I think what we need to do is put a beef's beef meat smoker ad out there. And anybody who needs a beef's beef meat smoker, boom, we know a guy. I just worry about anything going on the side of that and then just melting off. You yeah. know what I mean? It's just, that's what that would worry about with me. And that's what I would worry about. Smoked meat is delicious, too. Takes a long time. Depends on what you make. I looked up some different recipes. Wings only take about 45 minutes. Yeah. What kind so. of wood are you using and stuff, too? What heat you bring it to? Yeah. Use the cherry wood. It's going to add a little bit of flavor in there. We're going to have to get this together one day. Like, Oh, it, yeah. I haven't even, I mean, I haven't even opened mine. Yeah. Remember how we did the uh, deep fryer? Oh, yeah. So this is the same thing. You got to just pop that bad boy open one day and experiment with it and go, hey, got to put some bacon in there. Got to put some steak in there. Put some wings in there. But see, with that stuff, like, it's so you actually have to, like, look up instructions. Because deep frying, it seems like it's pretty easy. It's pretty self-explanatory. Yeah, but we even looked up instructions that day. I mean, with anything, I just replaced an AC compressor on my car. And let me just tell you, that's not fun because you got to take out the alternator, you got to take out the power steering pump, and then you got to put the AC compressor in. And you got to remove or loosen the pulley tensioner. So, yeah, needless to say. Are you just, are you just making up parts of your car? Yeah. I, I, like I, half those things you just said are not real car parts. I promise they are real car parts because my pocketbook is really hurting from this endeavor. <laughs> and I still don't have AC, by the way. But it, What? Well, it was – so the reason why I had to replace is there's what's called a clutch on it. won't go into too much detail, but needless to say, it sounded like metal was grinding on metal when I would okay. drive my car. And as you know, my car has had its fair share of battle wounds as well too. Yeah. Not from being wrecked, just from being a piece of junk. Yeah. So – yeah, once I heard that noise, I realized something was clearly wrong, and then the belt was cracking. So, yeah, I realized I needed to do something ASAP. So, anyways, whenever you take off the AC compressor, you have to let all the Freon out of it. But you can't just put Freon back into it because you have to have the atmospherical pressure vacuumed out of it whenever you put the AC charge in it. So, yeah, a.k.a. mucho dinero out of me pocketo. The rotary girder. Whoo. Yeah. Yeah, so NBA Finals starts tomorrow. Correct. Raptors, That's much better than working on your car. Raptors, Warriors. The Raptors are on a tear, dude. They are, but, man, I'm worried about them because they're looking like they're tired. I mean, Kawhi looked like he was hurting pretty bad in that series. Kept still knocking down shots. Didn't shoot that great from the free throw line like he can. But, man, they're up against a much tougher opponent, whether they're 100% or whether they're 80%. Yeah. Which, you shared something today I thought it was kind of different for you. Not to say that you bash on LeBron, but you don't tend to give him – you don't tend to give him credit when you don't have to because you're – Yeah, if he's in a Cavs yeah. logo, yeah. then That's, that's what I'm saying. Not that you bash on him or anything like that. Right. You just don't go out of your way to compliment him. And you shared that thing today about last year's uh, playoff run for LeBron and then this year's where – Kawhi is just out of this world talked about with how great he's been doing. Right. Well, I've heard MJ comparisons even. Yeah, and then you look at LeBron's, and Kawhi only had one stat better, and it was like, what, two steals more, and that was it? Yeah. Everything else, it was like LeBron dwarfed him in everything. Yeah, I wouldn't say dwarfed. I mean, he's got good numbers, but he definitely, it's night and day difference. I mean, LeBron 
carried multiple teams and has always carried whatever team he's on, continues to carry the team he's on. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens with them next year. Saw a post yesterday, too, where he was enjoying Taco Tuesday with the family. I can respect yeah. that as well, too. So, while I'm giving him one praise, might as well give him another. Let me ask you this, though. Yeah. Because this is where I'll disagree with LeBron. On? What's better, tacos or burritos? I'm going to go – now, I just had a burrito today mm-hmm. from Cadoba. Yeah. But I go burrito bowls. So I'm going to have to go with tacos because I take that nice little corn tortilla, I pop that bad boy in the oven, heat that sucker up, make my nice little ground beef up in the skillet, put a little pico de gallo on there, put a little bit of cheese on there, put a little bit of corn sauce on there, put a little bit of hot sauce on there, and then finish her off with a little bit of sour cream. And I'm talking about delicioso, my friend. See, I'm a burrito guy, man. You wrap that all up, and I'm... I'm right there with you on all that stuff you just said. I know what it is. But you wrap you wrap it up, and I think it's better. No, no, no. I know what it is. Ease of access, right? You just they just giving you that burrito. Boom! You just pounding. You don't gotta. You're you're not making your burritos, right? I mean, even when I am, it's still the same. Like, if you could roll a burrito, I'd be impressed. Uh, no, I can't roll a burrito. Yeah, it's tough. I yeah. tried it before. So yeah, if. If I'm going somewhere, I'd much rather have a burrito than a taco. Yeah. It's just, to me, it just seems like the, usually burritos have better stuff in it. Well, I think you can put everything that on a burrito that you can put on a taco, too. I mean, typically you don't have rice and beans on a taco that often. Yeah. And see, I like rice and beans on, on that stuff, so that's why I think it's probably yeah. why I like a burrito better. I like rice a lot. I'll, I'll pass on the beans. Like today, I get the cilantro lime rice, which is... Fire. I mean, I can do without the beans as well. I agree with you, but yeah. like I have to have the rice on there. You know what my early complaint is? This is BJ's beef of the day early, is whenever you go to Cadoba and you order that, and then they go, oh, what beans do you want? And you just go, no, thank you. They should double up that rice option for you, bro. Or double up cheese. Well, Sometimes I think they're kind of sketchy on the cheese, too. Yeah, I get or queso. double up on the meat or something. I get queso and cheese. Oh, so do I. I'm going crazy. So do I. And yeah. I, yeah I, yes. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Come again. Yeah. Actually, my mom just told me today that you can get those uh, um, cooked vegetables. They got like onions and um, green peppers and stuff. You can get that for free, too. It's like a fajita mix almost. Yeah. yeah. I, I always passed on all that because I thought it cost extra. And I'm all about price efficiency. And now that just blew my mind. So now anytime I ever go to Cadoba... And I was just there last week because they had a day where they gave you free queso with an entree. And you know I'm all about that. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so yeah. back to the NBA Finals. Yeah. Where somehow we get off on these food tangents, and I'm not upset about Well, let me drop it. one more thing on you, too, by okay. the way. Because I was actually just seeing this the other day. Did you know that when you eat your meal, it's supposed to be only one-third meat compared to veggies and uh, starches? Like this is like a, a health thing, or this is Qdoba? No, this is a health thing. Like, no, I didn't like know that. as far as the plate, if the design a plate in your head, right, and mm-hmm. then cut out one less than one third is supposed to be your meat. The other are supposed to be the vegetables and starches. I was just the reason why I say that is because I was pretty disappointed. Because think about it, typically when I'm making a plate or whatever, it's at least fifty percent meat. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like whether that be steak, whether that be the tacos, whatever burgers, it's it's normally mainly meat. And then yeah. I got vegetable. I like vegetables, and then I like starches. Think of like your potatoes, potatoes whatever. Yeah. yeah. So I was kind of surprised by that, and very disappointed too. Yeah, it's. 
Um, I didn't know. I did not know that it was supposed to be supposed to be less than one third. Yeah, a third or less won't be changing anything. No, I, at this point, you know, I'm 30 years into the game. I'm not making any changes as For far sure. as as far as that part goes. Yes. By the way, I told you before we started that I knew Uh-oh. that. Uh, no, nothing's come out yet, but. I know Jordan Noir is going to make his decision while we're on here, so I'm sure people will be hearing me talk about that when that happens. I have his Twitter queued up to send me a notification if he tweets. So yeah. We tried to get him to do it live on here. Didn't, didn't go so well, right? Yeah, I couldn't get a hold of him. Yeah, it's tough, tough guy to reach these days. Yeah. I mean, he is in L.A. probably still, or at least on his – I'm sure he's probably back by now. They, yeah, they said he had some workouts that he was doing for different teams, and I know L.A. was one of them, so I'm not sure well, where he, he is. Uh, so yesterday with his uh, agency, because you know they're allowed to have an agent uh, give them pointers and stuff during this draft process before they decide whether they're going or coming back. Which is good. I like yeah. that. Uh, his agency had some a pro day set up for yesterday – a long time ago, which actually worked out better for him because he hurt his calf during the right, like before the combine, and couldn't do a lot of the stuff for the combine. Right. So he did the measurements and all that stuff. And I wanted to use the A word there, by the way. And and there's not a three letter word. It's uh. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, the one uh, that D doesn't like. Yeah. So he uh, that was already set up. So everyone in that agent that was, what is it? I can't even think of the word. Is that is underneath that agency did that yesterday so it wasn't just him yeah so we did get enoch back though which is good yeah so enoch, not surprising to me oh not to me either but apparently it was to other people apparently he was impressing a lot of nba teams at workouts well i do think he's a guy who can knock down the three-point yeah. shot in the nba i don't think he's a guy who can switch on all ball screens but i think he can switch on some and then obviously not the world's greatest rim protector and rebounder no. but good at both of those so needless to say i just don't see him being ready for the nba currently no, not at all but i mean i'm glad we'll have him back not this not too short not to shortcoming his game for coming back because i think with both of them back i think we're a surefire Final Four contender. Whoa. I mean, with both of them back, with everything we have coming in, I mean, we're going to be projected top five, I would be guaranteed. Yeah, but the only thing I heard was surefire. I said projected, surefire projected for Final Four. Okay. Yeah, I'm not saying we're surefire going to make the Final Four. I'm saying surefire projected Final Four. Yeah. Which I don't I don't think that's an outlandish statement if both of those I guys mean, come back. I mean, that limb's a little flimsy, but, like, it wasn't as flimsy as what I thought it was going to be on what I thought you were saying. Yeah. I mean, if you if you were going out on, if you were going out there, if we had both of them back, where would you project Louisville would be at? Yeah, I do think preseason they're probably top ten, but I think it will be interesting to see how you all do in the season. And once again, you know, you're going to be in the ACC conference, which mm-hmm. is going to be a grind. Absolutely. So I, I think you all will be projected ahead of North Carolina. I think North Carolina will be in the mix at the end of the year, especially if Cole Anthony leads that ship like I think he can. And then obviously Duke has a ridiculous recruiting class again yes, too. Yes, they do. So, yeah, it'll be interesting. And that's only the ACC. Yeah. So a lot of other teams out there, obviously. Michigan what, State and Kentucky. Obviously, what Penny's got going on at Memphis will be my intriguing watch of the year. Absolutely, yeah. And they'll probably have a lot of games on TV, which is surprising for that conference. But still, I'll be intrigued by what they do. And then, uh, obviously, Kansas kind of has some intrigue to it, too. Don't I mean, don't mark it down for sure yet, but this may be the first time in a long time they don't sign somebody top 50. Yeah. 
I think they're actually getting hit by that recruiting thing. They're the only team that's in this that's getting hit in this FBI stuff that's getting hit by recruiting. I think not winning that Big 12 last year is going to continue on is what I think, too. So, Well, I mean, you think about it. They might be in a big hurting next year. I wouldn't say big hurting, but because I don't think the Big 12 will be, like, super. I mean, I think Big 12 might have been a little underrated this year. Obviously, Texas Tech was a big part of that. Yeah. Um, but I, I think Texas losing this Jackson Hayes kid, which he is, I'm telling you, this kid is not ready for the NBA, but his potential is through the roof. Like this kid, athletically and everything, has the potential to be an all-star. So he, I look at him as a Miles Turner type guy. Which I love Miles Turner. Super underrated in my opinion. I think Miles Turner is a better shooter right now than Jackson Hayes, but he, he could be that guy. So, yeah. I think Big 12 was underrated. I think Kansas is not going to win that. And then I think there's other teams in the mix who could potentially be Final Four teams, but I don't think Kansas is one of them, obviously. So, Raptors, Golden State Warriors. um, A lot of people were asking, well, how do the Raptors have the home court advantage? Better record. Yeah. Point blank period. They have the better record. Point blank period. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people were wondering that because – the Warriors were the one seed, right, in the Western Conference? Yes. But the Raptors were the two seed. Yes. But they had a better record than the Warriors. Yes. So that's where that's where it comes from. Correct. And before we get into any analytical things, let me ask you this question. Do you have a preference for which team you are wanting? Because I think I saw your Facebook post. Absolutely. The Raptors I want to win. Absolutely. It has nothing to do with Drake. Has no, It just has 100% oh. to do with the Warriors that I don't like. So you had to say it had nothing to do with yeah, Drake. Yeah, because so everyone's going to say, oh, it's because of Drake. It, it definitely does. has nothing to do with Drake. Conspiracy theory. For I mean, I don't care if you think it does either way. Whatever it, whatever opposes the Warriors is fine with me. Yeah, episode 89, you can write it, Drake's plan. That's yeah. that's the name of this. Beef's plan. So, well, let me ask you this question because this was presented to me the other night because guess what? I, I did not say that I was cheering against the Warriors. I did not even say that I wanted the Raptors to win. I was asked that question. I thought, you know what? I, I'm okay with the Warriors not winning, so therefore I'm going to have to take the Raptors. And the person return argument to me was, so you want a team that is not an American team to win the NBA championship, at which they referenced as an M- as a American league. What's uh, what's the first initial of NBA's? What's that? National. Okay, that's all we need to say. Yeah, but that's the only team. It's not American Basketball Association. It's National Basketball Association. Yeah, but so your argument is null and void to the first question, though. Are you wanting a team that is not an American team to win the NBA championship? I don't care, as long as it's not the Warriors. I don't care if it's a team from Spain. <laughs> so you'd rather trade them locations, send them there, right? I got gotcha. you. I don't, I don't care if it's a team from South Africa. I've been to Toronto. Toronto's a pretty cool place. I want to go to Toronto. Toronto's one of my places I've always wanted to go. you got to have a decent amount of money because it's pretty expensive. But it's very um, diverse as far as the people there. It's a very clean city. A lot Mm -hmm. of cool sites there. We went to the CN Tower and a a couple of other places as well, too. Friendly local people. Uh, Grant told me. I went and watched the game the other day with Grant, by the way. Shout out to Grant Shaney. What game? Uh, The uh, Raptors-Bucks game the other day. Saturday I went over to his house and... Uh, watch the game with him. He drop any uh, boxing knowledge or anything? Oh, we on watched you? an entire boxing match. The Did you watch the Wilder fight? Because that probably only took you thirty seconds. No, this <laughs> was this was one of the fights that was on ESPN Plus. Yeah, uh, some some title fight 
and um, it was. I mean, I thought it was a good fight. They they both were fighting hard and lighter weight class. Yeah, yeah. which typically means in boxing they're going to throw a lot more punches. Typically, yeah. a little so, more action though. Yeah. I mean, maybe maybe not knockouts and knockdowns, but there can be. Yeah, better it, footwork. So uh, Grant told me this. It was something about Canada where it was like seventy percent of all of its inhabitants are within like the we're live within like a hundred miles of the united states really yeah that's crazy because he says yeah. like the further you go north the colder it gets and right. he's like and the way he explained it to that's me, how it typically works yeah he was like think of it like this you think of you know michigan and wisconsin and all that that's already cold and then you go up further into canada i mean that's going to be even colder and then you just keep going north it's going to get colder and colder freezing they've yeah. got one of the best uh mma camps is up there in montreal and that's where GSP, George St. Pierre, trained. And Faraz Sahabi is the coach. And, yeah, I don't think there's a ton. You don't hear of a lot of stuff yeah. up farther north. So here, I got a question for you. Let's say, I, I mean, we both I mean, will we both say that we think the Warriors will win? Or do you think? I will say that for sure. Okay, yes. I, I figured you would. Without so, KD, with KD, without DeMarcus, with DeMarcus. So let's, let's say that the crazy thing happens and Toronto pulls it out. Which, by the way, did you see that picture leaked where the NBA messed up something? They accidentally wrote the wrong I, thing on the graphic? I didn't see that. So there was a picture, and it was released that it said, uh, Toronto wins the series NBA championship 4-3 over Golden State Warriors, and then it had other information on it. So I don't really buy into any of those things. It was probably edited and Photoshopped, but that is the word on the street currently. That would be pretty cool. Yeah. But, so here's my question. I like seven-game series. Let's say the crazy thing happens and the Raptors win. Right. Does Kawhi stay? I don't even know with a mindset of what Kawhi has, I don't even know if them winning this affects any of that. I, I think he has adapted to Toronto. I'm sure he likes Toronto. It seems like he enjoys playing with some of his teammates. I think Kawhi, though, is going to do what's best for him. So I think there's a good chance that whether they win or lose, he could end up in the L.A. area. Well, see, here's the thing with, with him getting traded to Toronto. Yeah. They still have what's called bird rights for him. So they can sign him for a lesser amount, but he can still get a crap ton of money on a contract. Right. So, yeah, I get But at the end of the day, man... Kawhi doesn't seem I – mean, I told you, he still drives an older Tahoe where yeah. he did when he was in Dallas and he had a smaller house. I don't know what his living situation is like in Toronto or anything. Kawhi doesn't – I don't think the money's going to make his decision for him. And I'm going to be honest with you, man. He's got that New Balance money coming in too. When's the last time a big market team in the NBA has won a title? Miami? That's not – I wouldn't even say Miami's a big market. That's though. what I'm saying. You usually hear New York and L.A. Yeah. Or in Chicago. Those teams aren't winning. No, At not right now. Point, why does it even matter? In fact, matter? they're on the polar opposite end of that. Why does it even matter to be in a big market anymore? I like I like right. I, I don't I don't think that's a, a real argument for players anymore. That's not why I was suggesting LA. I was suggesting LA because he's originally from the California yeah. area. So in my mind, I'm thinking the fit that would work is him and Doc Rivers. I think mentality-wise, have a similar mindset. He watched the Clippers have a pretty good year this year with not a ton of talent. So I don't think the Lakers, I no, think there's a I chance that he could be a Clipper. I don't think the Lakers are going to get any stars. 
I think the oh, I think they have to. I think it's like somebody they else. Have to, they're but just I don't think they will holding their finger on the trigger on a fully automatic. They're going to hit something. I mean, they're trying to get Beal in a trade. They've talked about Lowry getting Lowry somehow. They're talking about getting Kawhi. They're talking about getting um, Irvin. They're talking about getting AD in a trade. I mean, I'd, I'd be shocked if they got They're nothing. not going to get Anthony Davis in a trade unless they trade. I mean, they've already offered an astronomical amount of stuff anyway, and, and they won't trade them yeah, to but L.A. It's Griffin now. Griffin might do his old buddy LeBron a favor. He, you know just as well as I do that he wants to do better than what LeBron's doing. Oh, supposedly they just met him and AD and uh, Griffin, so I'd be interested to hear you know what what all went on there. But that should be a big, big I, pushing point to whether he's going. If I'm or Griffin, staying. I'm looking at Boston, man. That's where I'm looking. They got so many assets down there and draft picks. If that's I'm, where I'm looking. If, if I'm, I'm Griffin, I'm trying to keep him. I know I've already heard what he said, but so my job this year is to do what he did with LeBron, to show him why he needs to stay. And if they're going to keep Griffin, I think he can bring the right pieces in to keep AD. Well, see, I mean, that goes without saying. Yes, you try to keep him first, but if if it's to the point where he's like, no, there's not a chance I'm staying, I feel like you got to kind of look at – I would look at Boston, A, because they have more assets, B, because they're in a different conference. Yeah. Well, I don't think you want to wait till the trade de- deadline next year. because no, I think the you're value not going to have any down. leverage. Yeah. I think the value goes down because at that point, if he says anything else, you're you're in trouble at that point. So Yeah. So I, I, would, I would be looking now, which I'm sure he is, oh, if, yeah. if Anthony Davis is still standing behind what he said even after the draft lottery was won by, by the Pelicans. Which I don't know if that affected. I mean, think about it. He's probably looking at that like, who cares? He doesn't. He probably doesn't think any of those kids can come in and create an NBA championship caliber team. Right? Don't ask Colin Cowherd that. He'll tell you that they're going to win the next twelve championships with Zion Williamson. I do think Zion will be a great piece, but so do I. And but, I think he can do a lot. But to say that they'll be championship contenders this year by getting him, that'd be a, a long stretch. So I I think what's going to happen, and this is just my my. Um, prediction my prediction but my uneducated guess yeah i think that the raptors win game one in toronto um i think really the, i think the nine days off for golden state's gonna hurt them in that game one i think they're gonna be a little bit rusty uh, i think they're gonna come out i think toronto's gonna win the game it's gonna be close toronto wins game one and then wins one more game and then they lose four two i could see that I- i'm gonna say five game series I'm not going to say which game that they will win, but I, I think it will probably be um, – I think they're going to steal one in Golden State. Well, I mean, either way, somebody's going to win the Doritos Locos Tacos for somebody, right? Unless it goes seven games. I don't know. Or enough if it goes seven games and Golden State wins, and I guess – What's the – Stipulation on that again? Uh, the road team has to win a game in the finals. Yeah. And you get a free Doritos Locos Taco. Yeah, if it goes seven games, then hopefully somebody does it. I mean. I want to try Doritos Locos Burrito. They have that? No, but let's make it. I'm okay on Taco Bell. You can try it for me. <laughs> no, thanks. Yeah. Every time I, every time that happens, or every time I eat Taco Bell, it's a mistake for like the next week. Ah. You pay for it. Yeah, absolutely. You don't pay for it that much out of your wallet, but you do in the toilet paper. Yeah, but I actually have had some times. That's the problem with Taco Bell is it can get, like, you just start ordering stuff, and then you don't realize, oh, I just ordered $13. Because their $13. combos are garbage. 
True. So you just start piecing together different things that sound good. They're not, yeah, they're not garbage. They've got stuff in them, but as far as like, it's not like ordering a burger and you're getting fries and a soda pop. Absolutely. It's like you're getting, you know, tacos and then it's a burrito and it's like, well, both of those are good together, but as far as like a meal, you're not, that's not what you're expecting. Yeah. So you so, just got to go with the dollar menu and then you start going up to the higher priced items. And then <laughs> yes. next thing you know, you're ordering empanadas and then next thing you know, you're ordering spicy uh tacos that what are they spicy potato tacos oh the potato grillers or loaded you ever or the, those two loaded yeah. potato grillers are nice i've had those those are good yeah i used to love those fiesta potatoes they have too yeah i get those too those are nice yeah i'll actually you'll laugh at this but i when i would eat taco bell would be their breakfast a lot of times their breakfast ain't bad, man. That's, no. I'm not laughing at you at all because their breakfast ain't bad at all. Cinnabon delights are fire. I don't oh know. My. I haven't tried those. Ooh, I haven't my tried goodness. those. They're the world's most unhealthiest thing that you could ever imagine. <laughs> Think of a donut ball, like a donut hole with icing in it with just all the sugar you could ever imagine on that side of it. I don't know, man. That, that donut burger with bacon on it at the fair, was. I had yeah. that thing, and I was like, I felt, I felt it later. Like I was like... Yeah, that's a am heart I attack like, waiting to happen. Am I sweating sugar? Like, what is going on? Talking about sweating, dude. Last night I got home from playing, and I had cramps in my hamstrings because it was hot in the gym. They don't have oh, AC. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I, it was the worst cramps I've had in a while, but I was literally got lightheaded where I felt like I was going to pass out. Had a garbage can next to me because it was so painful. I thought I was going to throw up while I'm screaming and my mom is there. And I'm doing everything I can to not just go crazy. Like the Ava and Caleb were there too. And I'm like, don't leave Uncle B alone for a second. <laughs> just... <laughs> you should you should have just stopped on the way home, got you some Midol. You've been all good. Dude, it was brutal. No, it was at my house. <laughs> I was sitting down on the floor, actually. We celebrated Caleb's birthday. Tomorrow's Caleb's birthday. Shout out little Caleb for his birthday. Sixth birthday tomorrow. And um, got him some Kyrie fives, nice black, red, and gray, and then also picked him up some Jordan retro fives that my sister gave him, uh, which she has yet to pay me yet either too. So if Michelle, you're listening, give me that money. <laughs> but also, um, yeah, was sitting there watching him unwrap his present, and then all of a sudden I just jump up and start screaming. He was he was a little disappointed. He didn't know what was going on. So I think <laughs> he was I, either a little disappointed or a little intrigued. I think I scared him a little bit because he was like crying. He was like, "Is he okay?" And I'm like, yep, I'm good. Just give me a second. It's tough to communicate when you're having that type of pain. Oh, yeah. yeah. The worst is when you wake up with a Charlie horse. Like, oh, it wakes yeah. you up. That I don't know. Like, I cried when that happened to me. Oh, too. yeah. It's like, oh, my goodness. Well, I was, my mom was there, and I said to her, I said, you know what the worst thing about it is? First of all, I hadn't eaten much, and so I was going to shower and then going to go to Meyer and get some food. And couldn't make it up to the shower then at that point, and then definitely was not going to sit in the car because if you sit in the car oh, and then yeah, you get a cramp, up. oh, you're done too. And think about it, you're driving. I was, I would have driven into whatever I was going into because there ain't no stopping at that point. But um, yeah, that was disappointing. So not not much food, and then also too, like you said, I knew it was coming. Yeah. I was like, all right, as soon as I lay down, it's going to be bad. So I said to my mom, I said, yeah, if you hear any yelling, don't worry, I'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> So we're both taking Golden State winning that series, or are you going to take? I'm taking Golden State in five is what my prediction yeah, is. I got I'm, Golden State in six. I'm okay. I, I like to see Toronto do better. I love seven-game series. I think Toronto looked like they were a little bit tired. I think Siakam, if he can have a big series, that could change that. And then, uh, obviously, I think the key is what can Nick Nurse do with a seven-man rotation? Will 
Mark Gasol be able to play a substantial amount of minutes minutes with the matchups that they'll have now? Yeah. Um, or will he not be able to be on the court? Because I don't think Bogut's going to play a ton. I don't no. know if you saw this, but they signed Zaza again too. So in case KD and them aren't there, they've got Zaza. And yeah, he then, can at uh, least hurt somebody for him. He'll just they'll just throw him under a jump shooting Kawhi. The series will be over. Again. Zaza's not a dirty player. He's definitely dirty. Zaza plays hard. But anyways, I, I it'll be interesting to see matchup wise. I think uh, you'll laugh at this, but I think the two key players, obviously besides the given ones, I'd say the underrated two players for Toronto are going to be Fred Van Vliet and. Um, Norman Powell because I think Norman Powell on the defensive end is going to have to try his best to contain Steph Curry and Klay Thompson and then I think Van Vliet's going to have to be able to space the floor and knock down the open three I mean he played really really well when whenever they went on that four game tear you know what's crazy did you hear what happened to where after that he played really really well uh no birth of his child congratulations to him yeah so had a son and they say you know typically that's either going to do one of two things but flew back in and then after that has been on a tear yeah he's been playing really really well yeah i think i said it on here before but i just i love that meme where they show the picture of fred van vliet and it says everybody knows that barbara it looks like this (laughs) (laughs) true it's so true he looks like a dude that would cut hair same tattoos and everything yeah same gold chain so um I think the uh, the me stacking the the brackets has kind of been put to bed now. Uh, what bed are you putting it in? I'm putting it in the bed of lies that you started it on. Because the, hey, the don't two, you blame that on me. There's other people in this you world. You were the are, one that started this whole rumor mill that I stacked the candy bracket, and then I stacked this cereal bracket. I want to use that word again. I'm not going to use it. There's no there's no allegedly about it. You came out and said that I did this. And now there's now because you did this. I mean there's factual evidence that there's would no prove factual, my case. I'm just saying. There's no there's no, there's factual evidence right here that shows you that it's a lie because there's two there's one garbage cereal that should not even be in the championship, and the other one beat a cereal two rounds ago that it should not have beat. If I was somebody who was going to make a case for me not rigging something, I would do it how it's going currently. That's all I'm saying, bro. That's all I'm saying. Of course you would. Of yeah. course that's the way you're going to try to spin it. Okay? Captain Crunch, the fact that it's in the championship, yeah. is an absolute joke. And Captain Crunch is the the uh, cereal that I voted for, my friend. Of course you did. Yes. Of course you did. And then Cinnamon Toast Crunch, I can kind of see why that made the championship. That was an early uh, sleeper pick in my in, in the back of my mind. I didn't say it to you, but I knew I know a lot of people that like Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Yeah, well, Michael so, came on and said he liked that, and then initially I liked that as well too. So yeah. it didn't shock me that it was but up there. But the fact that it beat Fruity Pebbles, that was kind of shocking to me. I thought Fruity Pebbles overall was going to take it, so I felt like more people would like Fruity Pebbles. Um, I did. I told you this. I ordered some of that Rice Krispie Treat cereal. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm going to try it in milk. You don't have to try it in milk, but you're at least going to try a couple pieces of it. Oh, I think it'd be good without milk or with milk. So, I ordered that on Amazon so we could try it because that was one that uh, was absolutely smashed in the first round by Honey Nut Cheerios. But the <laughs> only reason I voted against it was because I didn't. I've never tried it. Right. But it's from everyone that's tried it has said that that's their favorite cereal yeah that lost 83 to 17 yeah so percentage 
That's tough. That's a tough loss right there. It is. But the crazy thing is the next one, they went on and won 91 to 9. So yeah. they, they were on a roll there until <laughs> the next round. <laughs> so we got Cabin Crunch against Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Last yep. we checked, it was at 239 votes, 51% for Cinnamon Toast Crunch, yep. 49% for Cabin Crunch. It's gone up a little since then. It's 244 votes, still 51-49. Thank you guys for voting. That's awesome. Yep. Thank you for sharing it, too. A couple of people have shared it. And I think it's a fun thing, man. I think everybody's got an opinion on this, and everybody has tried Siri at one point in time. Here's the other thing. Give us ideas of other brackets you want to see. Because if this is something that you guys want to see more often, it's it's different brackets and different things. Because, I mean, I have fun trying to think of it. I mean, I know one we spitballed was restaurants, maybe like fast food restaurants or something. Yeah, different variations with restaurants in general. If it's if you want to do that or you want to give us something else to do, like that wing one, that one got a lot of votes on it as well. Ton, yeah, which I had a lot of people. I was surprised that was that close. It's like I said last episode. I thought drums were going to be the easy victory, but literally I think the drums ended up winning. But literally yeah. everybody who I talked to who had an, an uh, avid opinion about it told me that they were liking flats. Yeah. Some of them called them different names. Some of them called them the flappers we well, talked flappers about. flappers are different. I had that argument as well too yeah so yeah because so they were calling flats flappers well they weren't necessarily saying that yes and no they were voting for flats as if they were flappers but even if they weren't flappers they were still going to vote flats basically they were drumstick haters (laughs) i like drums i I do like i didn't want it to sound like i didn't like drums whenever i put that poll out yeah if you put wings in front of me i'm eating them whether it's boneless or regular but if i'm choosing but i like flats better yeah i do i like i like both of them a lot because yeah. wings are fantastic. But if I'm choosing between the two, I'm choosing flats. Yeah. I'm choosing drums personally. And I was like I said to you last week, I think those are easier to eat. I know everybody's going to say, oh, you don't know how to eat flats. And that's no, incorrect. I've seen BJ yeah. eat wings. BJ knows how to eat flats. Correct. He and just likes drums better, which is his opinion. True. So we got power moves. And I'll do my two so that you can save yours because you didn't want to tell me what yours was. All right. So I got two of them. You're not going to like mine. I don't care. I don't care. That's what this show's all about. It's me not liking you. So that's that's <laughs> what it's all about. So we were talking about different things during our um, pregame studies. Right. We had our music playing. We were getting hyped up, ready to go. Absolutely. And I found a power move that I thought was pretty cool, and you said, uh, that's kind of dumb. I don't remember that saying you, that. You said, that's dumb that she's doing that. Oh, yeah. Well, okay. I so, thought that was pre-podcast conversation, but I did say that I would not be. Go ahead with what it is, well, so you can make me look like it, a bad cause person. I, no, because I understand where you're coming from. Because <laughs> you know me. Yeah. So <laughs> Mackenzie Bezos was awarded thirty-seven million, thirty-seven billion. Sorry, with a B. Yeah, that last name should ring a bell for yeah. you. Yeah, Mackenzie Bezos. Uh, former, uh, or I guess ex-wife of uh, Jeff Bezos, the founder of Amazon. Correct. Uh, was awarded $37 billion uh, after Jeff Bezos was found of infidelity. And that's correct. You heard a B as in billion. Billion dollars. I'm doing the, the Dr. Evil pinky to the mouth thing right now. And she has decided in all of its power moveness. To donate more than half of her $37 billion to charity and other charitable works. 
the thing you didn't read is that her new boyfriend, B.J. Cato, was opposed <laughs> to that idea. Yes. So her boyfriend, B.J. Charitable Events Cato, is getting half of her $37 billion donated to him. To the B.J. Cato Foundation? His, his shoe fund. Oh. But my other power move yeah. goes, reference, references a beef that I had. Uh, about two, two and a half months ago. I don't know the exact date. Yeah. So, Friday, myself and Mr. Don Carlos Gatewood Jr. Oh, Don Carlos. Don Carlos. For those of you that don't know, that's DJ Gatewood. Went to go see the movie Aladdin. Heard of it. Fantastic movie, by the way. I know it's the same, the same story, and I know all that. But my power move is Will Smith. Will Smith Ooh. absolutely crushed it as the genie. The whole movie was fantastic, but all you people that were bashing Will Smith for or bashing all the people that were, Will Smith crushed it. If you haven't seen it, you need to go see it. I'm not giving anything away because you already know the story if you saw the cartoon, but I'm going to be on record in saying this, and I don't care what anybody says. I liked it more than the cartoon. Oh, man. I did. I liked it more than the cartoon. I thought they did a fantastic job. Yeah. I thought the movie was great. Listen, you just made a mistake because I learned from past episodes you don't want to upset the Disney fan base, dude. This is made by Disney as well, so yeah. it's still Disney but either way. But you can't hate on the original. You just said this was better. You could say no, it was. No, I said I liked it better. No, no, no. I heard it was like I mean, better. I don't care if you say you that like... I said it was better anyway. In my opinion, it was better. <laughs> Conspiracy theory. I think you created the second one to be better than the first one, but if yeah. I have, if I created this new one, then I will, I want all the money for it. Ooh, yeah, that's all I'm gonna say. Well, you got to pay the bills too, then originally. Uh, that's fine. How much do you think Will Smith made for that? Oh, part? there's no telling. By the way, did you see his Bank. video that I shared yesterday? Him hooping? No, the I I didn't see that one. You oh, have to the, you have to tag me in that. I I didn't I don't remember what it was. He was shooting some movie and then uh he saw oh, some no, kids I playing did see on the that. court. Yes, yeah. that was that was a little older where he, kid went between his legs. Yeah. <laughs> it was bad boys. That's what it was. Yeah, he bad was boys, shooting bad boys. Bad boys three, I guess, coming out. Yeah. But no, he was on the uh, red carpet for Aladdin and there was these two little girls that were standing there and they're like, Why aren't why aren't you uh, wearing your genie outfit? He's like, Well, some people get afraid of magic and seeing and stuff, so I have to hide it and then like he moved the rope out of the way and brought him in there, let him meet the girl that played Jasmine and stuff. So I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Love Will Smith. I'd like to meet Jasmine. She was pretty decent oh, looker, wasn't she? Oh, my goodness, dude. That's the other thing. Complete smoke show. Was she? A lot hotter than the cartoon. Well. She's, <laughs> just saying. She's a lot, harder, a lot hotter than the cartoon, Jasmine. Yeah. So that's another reason why I was better. I thought they did a Beautiful great job. Beautiful young lady. Absolutely. She has a great heart, too. That's the most important thing. Absolutely. Great personality. Wink, wink, hint, hint. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I felt like they did a great job on casting everyone as well. Yeah. I Who, was there anybody else big in it? I mean, I haven't seen much anything about it, but I don't know I any actors I didn't recognize really any anyways. of the other people, to be yeah. honest with you, but um, I just thought that the people, one, they could sing, which is big with all that stuff. Uh, and two, they look like the characters from the old movie. So Yeah, but I feel like they can do a lot of stuff with the singing. Like It's not like it's Broadway where they're singing live, so I, mm. I wonder how good they really are. To me, it's very interesting that they're redoing all this series because I think they're keying on people like us who were younger who watched it when we were probably, what, five to six yeah. years old? Now we're, we hopefully all have jobs that are bringing in some income, so now we're able to spend our money, and then we're all going to take, if we have kids, 
to see them or nieces or nephews or cousins or or Don Carlos Jr. or <laughs> anybody of that nature to see it. So, yeah, it, it's a very interesting thing to me. And I think um, hopefully for all the people who enjoy it, they continue doing it. But I don't see Disney going anywhere anytime soon. Yeah, I, I'll tell you this, man. I was already excited for Lion King. This made me even more excited for Lion King. Have they said any of them next besides that? I mean, they've uh, already done Jungle Book. Now they did Aladdin. Have they, they did done Beauty any? and the Beast as well? Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, that's, that's the only one I haven't watched. Yeah. Uh, that's the well, they one. asked you to play Beast in that, didn't they? Uh they yeah they did. Yeah, which, I didn't think it was which Beauty, is a but good, I could. Which I didn't is a remember. Good story at the end. So true. Uh, I don't know what the story a, is. I just said chew. Sure. <laughs> um, but uh, I've heard, and this is honest. Like I'm not kidding about this. I have heard rumors that. They would be making a Mulan as well, which I think would be pretty cool. I'd like to watch it. I like the cartoon. Yeah, I won't watch it, but I'll just say, ooh. Yeah, I mean, you don't watch any Disney movies because you're anti-fun. No, Vince Papali is the greatest. Invincible, that's the greatest Disney movie of all time. Come on, dude. Bro, that's a good one. Hey, they did good on that. First of all, that's a great story, whether it was a movie or not. Second of all. If they didn't play for the Eagles, you wouldn't care. It was Mark Wahlberg, too, bro. Mark Wahlberg is a good actor, good businessman. Seems like a good human, but I don't want to be misleading or interpreted incorrectly. Yeah, so that's that's my two power moves. All right, well, fine. If you're just dishing out on the Mark Wahlberg conversation, then I'll go to my power move, which is going to be a little saddening for you to hear because if you remember correctly, and this is kind of an odd power move because my power move is Nike. And if you remember correctly... Nike had released a pair of shoes that the speculation out in the world was that they were Toy Story related. If I remember correctly, they were the LeBron Zoom Soldier 12s in which you might even have a pair, allegedly. Mm -hmm. I had to do it one more time. Sorry, Deke. (laughs) So anyways, more of the story. I've got some breaking news for you. Those are not Toy Story shoes. Well, I mean, they pretty much said they couldn't say that they were. The inspiration behind them was not even Toy Story. I don't believe that at all. A true story. And whenever you see this, you will understand it. And it was actually... So let me ask you a question. How is this going to be a power move? Because the power move is the branding aspect of Nike because they released this shoe... And they, the inspiration came from something different, which I will tell you in a second. But then they have the rumor mill, and people start saying they're the Toy Story shoes, and then that sells the shoe for them. So Nike's power move is understanding how the social media model works, and then understanding how their buyers work, and then understanding the fly ease style is going to be a style that is going to be easy for everybody to make. So Nike's winning all over on this. But... Do you remember the Arthur meme? Do you remember Arthur? Hey, mm-hmm. Arthur. Remember the Arthur meme where he's got his fist? Mm-hmm. The whole idea for the shoe was off of Arthur, not of Toy Story. So let me ask you this question. I know you're going to no, ask no, me. No, no, this no. Is, this is a legitimate question. Yeah. And how, first off, I don't think that's right. I and here And here's why. Yeah, I'm good. I'm why, listening. Why would they come out with the other LeBrons at the same time 
yeah. that were based off of Buzz Lightyear if they were coming out with those. So that's why people thought that they were Toy Story, but they were actually very similar times. One was in the Flyies Zoom Soldier silhouette. Which are the one, ones that I have. Yep. One was on the LeBron 16. 16th. So that's part of the reason why people thought that. But I'm telling you, the inspiration, Nike has already said this, the inspiration behind it was Arthur. I'm trying to think of what part of Arthur is red. When, when you, his shoes. They're almost like Converse-style shoes. You know, this is what I was trying to figure out. So trust me, I went into deep dive search Well, I mean, today. I, know what, I'm, I know what Arthur looks like. He looks like uh, he's weird, and he wears headphones <laughs> that aren't on his ears. Those are glasses on his eyes. Or, yeah, grass, yeah glasses that are on But he also wore headphones that were on the side of his head. And his ears are on top. <laughs> like, Sometimes he wore headphones, yeah. Yeah, not but, all the time. He just did it every once in a while. But yeah, his glasses are on the side of his face. So what you'll notice, and this is what I noticed today okay. in looking, right? You know the strap that goes over them, the silver and gray strap? It's related right to, there. Yeah. If it was Woody, it would be cowboy print. Or uh, not cowboy print. It would be uh, cowhide. Cow yeah. Whereas if it's Arthur, if you look at the ring around the Arthur logo, mm -hmm. and then you've got the baby blue in his jeans, you've got the yellow in his sweater, you've got the red in his shoes, and then you've got the brown gum soles in his glasses. So where would the white with speckled come from, I wonder? The white and speckled is just designed by just, Nike. Yeah. Woody doesn't have any white with speckles either. He doesn't. But that's interesting to know. Yeah. I mean, does it kind of suck a little bit, but I still like the shoes either way. Well, and I'm and still going to tell everyone that they're Woody shoes. Yeah, power move by Nike. That's why I had it. And you're more than – that's helping Nike. Nike is enjoying that. But it was a very – I didn't. I just learned this today. I told you I've been watching a new podcast. It's called Full Size Run. It's by Soul Collector. And these guys are hilarious. Oh, it's got to be my favorite podcast out right now. But it's all about shoes. And on one of their older episodes, it was actually with your favorite NBA player, Spencer Din. Woody um he was on there My boy yeah they talked about it on there and he he had a great segment where he was talking about his shoes you know because he has his own brand and I did um, not know he had his own brand yeah he he had the option originally when he got signed out of the G League he's one of those G League guys like Chris Middleton like uh Boucher who's in uh Toronto right now but a bunch of these guys are coming out of the G League none of the major shoe models wanted to sign him and so he ends up winning, you know, a couple of different contests, and then he becomes a, you know, a scorer and whatever. And now everybody wants to sign him. He's got his own pair of shoes, which they've got technology in his shoe, which nobody else has. He says it's technically, he uses the word, um, the best performance basketball shoe out there. But, yeah, needless to say, I, I won't be buying a pair anytime soon. <laughs> yeah, so um... – and is that is that all of your power move there? Because I have a beef. That's my power move. Your is your beef with this power no. move? No, I mean that's cool. I'm still going to tell everyone they're Woody shoes. Yeah, because no, no one it's else okay. is no one else is going to do this research. No, I I told you I didn't do the research. It actually fell into my lap, and was I was it on Man. that Soul Collectors podcast. Yeah, they talked they talked about it on there. They actually so they do a um, rip drip or flip is what they call it or flip drip or skip flip drip or skip and it's exactly like it sounds flip is take it you're okay with it but you're just selling it you're trying to make money um drip is clean yeah you're taking it and then um rip is obviously or whatever or skip skip is no nada 
So on there, they pulled it up there. And then that's when they started. And so the guy kind of went on a tangent. And he was like, everybody thinks they're the, and they're actually called the Arthurs. And the inspiration is Arthur. And so I was like, no, there's no way. I said the same thing. You said, no way. So I started to look at the shoe more in depth. And then I went to the Nike website and everything. And then sure enough, ended up finding out. They're called Arthurs? Yeah. Where I didn't, because when I bought them, they weren't called the Arthurs. The name of it is obviously the LeBron Zoom 12. The colorway was the Arthur colorway. Remember uh, the, like the Paranorman phone posits yeah. I've showed you in the past and different stuff? I don't know what that color code is. Yeah. But color code will all be numbers, and then yeah. style number will be the shoe. Don't give away too much of your stuff here, brother. I'm not getting, there's nothing there. So, I got a beef, and sometimes this stuff is thrown into our lap some stop sometimes we got to look today we were looking and then i saw something and i was like you know what i'm tired of this i'm tired of this so this is my beef yeah ihop released a thing yesterday and they said hey we're changing our name again again keyword in there again just like they did last year and they're doing the same thing which is all a marketing ploy they never changed their name right and it's dumb i'm tired of it yeah but i want to know did they change their name for like a week and then they changed it back yeah it's dumb i'm tired of it that's my beef with ihop well uh, that's not my only beef with ihop my other beef is just completely yeah but ihop hey ihop do better i mean that too my other beef is with just all breakfast food like places why is that a thing what what are, what, what are you going to – what's your your rebuttal with that one? Breakfast what's, food is delicious, breakfast bro. Breakfast food is good, but I want other stuff than just breakfast food. Uh, so you're saying places that only – yeah, but how many places – I mean, IHOP doesn't serve only breakfast. But it's known for that. Denny's doesn't serve only breakfast. Denny's, Denny's is garbage, bro, as, yeah. as, as Theo Vaughn would say. Well, neither of those two are good. I mean, but Bob Evans doesn't you only mean, serve you breakfast. Let me tell you what the most overrated one is. What? Tell me. Waffle House. Well, we're never getting that sponsorship. I don't care if we are or not. I want cigarette butts on our podcast anyway. That's the workers. That's not the food. I, which is what we're going to get sponsored by. We're not going to get sponsored by nothing else. True. Waffle House is garbage, dude. That's what Theo Vaughn should have been talking about was garbage, just Waffle House. Waffle House is very popular in the south down in georgia where my family lives there's a lot of them yeah it's popular in hell too where where it should be i could see that being true that place is terrible it's overpriced it's uh i don't even know if it's overpriced because i don't go there you know what you've never been yes i've been there okay i I was gonna say you can't judge i'm with you but it's i've given it its fair try and i went to one when i was down in georgia and man i realized you ever been i think so I mean, I'm sure, like, maybe I was there on, like, a basketball trip, quick stop, but I don't recall any of it. So whenever I was down in Georgia, I specifically made an effort. I told you I went to Crystal a couple times down there. Never Um, had that. Never had Crystal. Yeah, it's comparable to White Castle. You really pay for it, similar to Taco Bell. (laughs) Um, Price-wise, maybe a little bit more, but restroom-wise, you're paying more in toilet paper, too, possibly. So it's a good battle there. Um, But, yeah, it was... I mean, I, I would much rather make my own eggs at my house. Now, when I'm saying this, I've never tried some of the other places, like the one that's... First watch? Yeah, I've never had that. But Wild I've had that eggs? Place. Yeah, neither one of those I've ever tried. So those places I'm not including in this statement. Well, you want to talk about breaking bread. Oh, my well, that's, goodness. I've heard that first watch is just astronomically expensive. Yeah. I've never been, but I, I hear it's really good. See, so, if I'm going over that way. I'm just going to Mission, bro. Give me some that brisket. Yeah, but I think First Watch is only open in the morning, isn't it? I don't know. I've never been. Yeah, that would be a good question. 
They also have that. They've got that uh, core eatery over there. They've got a bunch of stuff. Outbacks over there. Those pizza joints. The rapid fire pizza joints. I still joint. haven't tried them either. Either the Blaze or Rapid Fire. I've had Blaze over in Louisville, and then uh, top, I've got Top by Blaze my house. Blaze is the one that's over here. Yeah, but there was one right in uh, St. Matthews as well, too. That, yeah, that right I told there by the you. Nike store. Yeah, because I told you whenever I saw LeBron was a um, investor, that's why I went to try it. I was very intrigued by what his business decisions were with that, and then it was supposed to be like the Cadoba of the pizza world, and I would say that's the best definition of it. Yeah. Quick, easy. You get what you want on the pizza. Not very expensive. I mean, less than ten bucks is what it should be, and then boom, you're out of there. I want to see which one's better between that and Rapid Fire. I think we should try both of them. I think Topped is in there too because it's like I said, Topped is over by my house. I think we should try all three of them and then give give our uh, our thoughts on it. I am definitely good with that. I think that should be one of one of our goals. Yeah, within well, the next couple of episodes, try all three of them. Even if we get a split of pizza or something, you know what I mean? Just get like. Like a, a pepperoni pizza from all three of them or something just random like that or regular like that. Yeah. And then just try all three of them. That's why I've already had two out of the three. I've never had the rapid fire. And from what I hear, I think Greg tells me that rapid fire is his personal favorite. So I've got a coupon to there that I'm going to be trying that. There's one right by my house soon. now. Rapid fire? Mm-hmm. Right there next to, next to that new rallies. Really? Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, they, that's where that Enterprise used to be on uh, State Street right next to the highway, that new strip mall they built there. Yeah. That and uh, Jersey Mike's, which I've never had either. I've never had that either. I hear good things about that and then that Firehouse Subs, mm-hmm. and I, I'd give both of them a try. Absolutely. I don't eat many Jimmy, much Jimmy John's. Jimmy, I don't eat much Jimmy Subway. I, I don't eat a ton of Penn Station, but I, Ooh, I could take all of them. I love Penn Station. Yeah, it's just price. Uh, yeah, that's the biggest thing with Penn Station, but I love Penn Station, yeah. dude. I'd take any of those three. I mean, each one, the Gargantuan from uh jimmy john's is a pretty good size sandwich and then uh i don't know why i've got something about like i'm not one of those uh sub and chip guys yeah like i take a sub but i need something else as a side i don't know why i like i like diversity in my food i don't i don't want like one big thing of something like if i eat spaghetti for some reason i gotta have something else with it like garlic bread yeah, but even or more you want so. something different even other than that. Well, I guess the meat sauce helps if you're doing the meat sauce. That yeah. changes up some of the texture and puts some meat in there. But I mean, yeah. you eat spaghetti noodles by themselves. That's kind of weird. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, compared to marinara, that would – if somebody were eating <laughs> spa- eat spaghetti noodles. Oh, you better turn them in, folks, because they're going to do something bad in the near future. Yeah. They are mentally unstable. But I, I'm talking, like, probably the biggest thing I'd say if I'm eating spaghetti, I'll always eat a salad with it. It's not a bad choice either. Not no, a bad choice. They pair pretty well, but I'm just saying some like I I don't like one big meal of one thing. Makes so, sense. Yeah, kind Makes of sense. kind of odd at that point. But, but. uh just to remind you guys, I mean it's pretty much all we got for today. I know action packed episode today. Ba ba ba. we have some um uh, we have 3 of those 30 ounce tumblers left. Only 3. Yeah. We got 3 of those left, so hit us up if you want those. Message either one of us, text one of us. Yep. Uh hit us up on MySpace. Uh, photo bucket, whatever those old apps that you used. AIM, uh, yeah, aim for people that are in the 21st century. Yep, or AIM. Um, hit us up in a chat room on there. ASL, ASL, baby. BJ's finally learning. I was taught but, by the best. But don't forget, we are on SoundCloud. We're on iTunes. We're on Google Play. We are on. Uh, 
soon to be i'd say actually i won't say soon to be we're, we're going to get on youtube eventually i promise you guys we're not just yeah. going to keep saying that we're going to do it eventually well and the crazy thing is all these women keep saying they want to see me and i'm just like hey calm down ladies like, no no one has said that outside of your mom no my mom definitely didn't say that but she actually says she doesn't want to see me but i would say there's probably at least like three or four girls who have like thought that at one point in time that's no allegedly oh maybe you owed them money or something well, but they, I'm not big on owing people see, money, but I it could have happened. Him, they, you know, they were like, I want to see him in the streets or something like that, but they never said, hey, I want to see BJ. I think that they said that my voice made them uh, feel like they were interested in making love to me, is I think how they worded it. It's, those it sounded those like that's words, what they were saying. Those words have never been spoken ever. It's not true at all. I, I was paraphrasing. That's what I, uh, Par- you know what, what you, I'm saying. What you, you know what I'm getting What cliff at. notes are you reading? Like, this is not true well, at all. Well, it was the the dm they sent me so it was like i didn't this know. is like the translation of the the old hebrew written bible to king james version i've you, had problems with this so before. Much. no i'm just saying i've had problems with this before i you know sometimes reading signs you know it's just i don't know i, I gotta yeah. be careful you're reading something in english that's written in chinese <laughs> that's not true at all i can actually uh, speak mandarin and cantonese as well too like she, the I don't well, look. We this was agreed upon at the very beginning that we would not curse on the podcast. No, that was not cursing. That was actually thank you. That there's no way that all of those words right there were just thank you. Ni hao ma. I, I have no idea. I don't Hi, know. how are you? So you know how did how did, how does all of those words that you just said before that mean thank you, and then what you just said means? Well, I don't Hi, have enough. I don't have enough time to teach you Mandarin and Cantonese. But you don't. That's that's probably all you know. Well, there's a couple of other ones, but not. Yeah. not I don't got a big bag. My but, bag's little. Okay, older. so it's been a while since I've been over there. My passport's expired. We're on the podcast step. We're on SoundCloud. Correct. We Correct. are on Google Play. We are on Spotify. Soon coming to China for all our Asian listeners who you offended last week and told them that Jeremy Lin was American. He is American. By the way, that was the other thing. No, you should say stuff like that, bro. Tony texts me the other day and yeah. says. Bro, what's with you and not liking China? And I, I know. was like, I hey, Tony, never, I said the same thing. I what's up with that? I never said I did not like China. That's terrible. Never said I did not like China. Disrespectful. Those words have never been spoken. Listen, they produce all this great stuff, and you're over there complaining about it, saying they don't do a good job. I mean, what's up with that, bro? I never said I didn't like Trade China. wars are going I've on. I've never been to China to even judge that, that country on anything. Hey, I have, and I will tell you I love China. I'm I'm not doubting that it's a cool place to go to. I've never been there. It was pretty sweet. So I'd go back for in those a of you that mistakenly thought you heard me say that I did not like China last week, I have no problems with China. There is no beef with beef in China. Did who wrote you? What is that note you're reading there? Who wrote you that? Who who told you to say that? What note? The saying that you no, didn't like Tony China. Tony texted me and said, "I want to find the exact the exact verbiage of what he said." But he said something about me. Um, well, I was just wondering what your PR person was telling you to read. I couldn't see it on the note. It sounded like you were not reading what they said to read. Um, <laughs> let's let's see. Uh, he said you're really, you're. Really, I'm not going to read this. Never mind. <laughs> I'm not going. I'm not going to read this because there's some colorful language uh, between both of us. Um, uh, he says that I have a beef with the Chinese culture. Terrible. Uh, which I don't. And then John posted a GIF uh, that's supposed to be Michael Jackson eating popcorn, but he's actually eating Tide Pods, which <laughs> which which John had no idea until I pointed that out. 
I said Tide Pods, and he said I never saw that. That's classic right there. So, um, yeah, KGB. That's all you need to know. You go over there. It's like a karaoke bar. You have yourself a good time. You get to pick which dog you eat that night in front of you. See, that's stuff that you're saying that I'm not, and I'm getting lumped in with not liking the Chinese culture. But you're saying they eat dogs. Yeah, they do. That's not hot dogs, which are sandwiches, by the way. No, but it also hot dogs are sandwiches. Four-legged dogs as well, too. What did, what did you say on that? You said hot dogs are not sandwiches. Um. No, I think I said that hot dogs are in their own category, but I consider them a sandwich because they're between a bun. So, yeah, we'll say. We agree. We yeah. agree. We'll right. s- and I will crush some hot dogs. Uh, Chili cheese dogs with mustard well, and onions here you go. if I what's, may what's better, though? Because Ryan absolutely blew my mind the other day. Would you rather have a cheddar brat or a hot dog? Well, what, so what's the caveat? Like, you're talking just bun you're, and then you're hot grilling dog. Out. You're grilling out. Yeah, but I'm talking like you got open condiments or you got like just you got bun and hot dog or bun and cheddar worst or can I put what well, I no, want on it? No, because that's going to definitely put hot dog at a disadvantage. So you have open thing for both of them. Okay, so open thing for both of them, I'm going hot dog. If I'm going strictly just the bun and the hot dog versus the bun and the cheddar worst, I'm going the cheddar worst. Um. I'm going. I'm going cheddar broad. Yeah, hundred times out of a hundred over hot dog, and I love hot dogs. Yeah, but with hot dogs, you just so much more diverse. I, I mean, I guess I'd put cheese and mustard on my hot dog. Have you ever had a Chicago dog? Um, uh, I'm not sure to be honest with you. Wait, delicious. Have I you ever have, had a chili cheese dog? Uh, yes, I had a. I remember I had that that one that I took a picture and put on my Instagram. The red red dog or red top place delicious it was it was good i don't but i see this is where i'm different from everyone else and i realize it because yeah. i'm one of those people when it comes to certain foods and i don't like certain things like i understand when people are like hey that's weird yeah like i don't like ketchup i understand that's weird in this culture that i don't like ketchup <laughs> I, I don't but i don't like chili on my hot dog i did i don't more yeah. often than not, but I understand. What do you like chili on? You were saying that as if you like chili, uh, but not. To be honest with you, this is a, a realization that I've come to recently. Yeah, I pretty much only like my dad's chili. So, like actual real chili, not like coney sauce chili. Yeah, I got you. I think all that stuff just tastes like fake. Well, if you're get, I, it depends on where you're getting. If you're getting like canned stuff, yeah, it does have a yeah. different taste to it. But I told you, golden golden twist. But that that. Uh, hot dog that I had. I don't know if do you did you see the picture? Oh yeah, yeah. I remember dude, what you're that, talking about the footlong. Yeah, dude, that thing was fire. Which let me just tell you a little secret too for all you novices out there. If you were to go to the Golden Twist or anywhere else, don't order the footlong. Order two of the standard size hot dogs. Better bang for your buck. I've never been to Golden Twist. I've actually oh, hater, there. hater. Well, I'm not hating on. It. I've just never been there. It's just a hater, bro. But that hot dog. Super fire. There's the picture of it again on my Instagram. Yeah. Uh, I had some type of special mustard on there with some uh, beer cheese and that Coney. I think the Coney sauce was just the chili. Correct. That's what but, it is. They call it Coney sauce, but it's a form of chili. It's beanless chili. It was the most messy thing I've ever eaten, but it was also fantastic. Oh, looking at the picture, there's more chili than there is dog on there, which oh. is beautiful. Yeah, see, and that's another reason probably why I don't like it. I don't like stuff getting on my hands, like stickiness Yeah, you can and use stuff. a fork in that if you need to. Fork and well, knife. See, it's kind of tough because when you do that, all the stuff just falls off of it. and then. Yeah, but know. when you're picking it up, everything falls off of it too. Uh, so eventually you're scooping it up and eating it at the end. 
Yeah, but I like tasting all of it at the same time. You know yeah, I mean? if you can. But this is the biggest thing. And everybody sees what I'm talking about. Look back at his Facebook. Look at that picture. The technique of putting the mustard on there was perfection. Oh, and that, what's yeah. crazy is they did that, and that was a dude at my work was like, hey, I, I said, hey, man, you fly out by. So yeah. I just gave him my card. I said, you order whatever dog you want. This is what I want. So he drove, picked them up, and came back, and the mustard still looked like that. Yeah. So that's that's how you know it's packaged well, that you know it's done well, and everything like that. And that place is really, really good. That's how you put the mustard on a dog, though. That's how I do it every time. Up, down. I try to. You know, every once in a while you get those... You get the messed up hand, and you just shoot it off the side. I'd like, probably Whoa. blame it on the bottle more than the hand. Like you know, sometimes you catch the air bubbles, and then it dies. Yeah. And then you got to so then you got to switch up your cane. Absolutely. Then it starts looking at like my autograph, which is not pretty. So, <laughs> which also I'd say there was a couple of you know ladies who were wanting me to sign their babies on here, and I was like, hey, no, I, no one. Will, I might have seen stop. that one in a movie. No one would you I'd, sign their baby. No, I might have seen that one in a movie, but I thought like somebody was asking that, and I was like, oh, ma'am, dude. yeah throwback this past week you've been signing people's babies no okay i bought some basketball cards oh nice yeah i was just i was at walmart the other day i had to get a few things and you know you walk past that one part and it has all those like trading cards and stuff yeah i was like i haven't bought some basketball cards. they're pretty expensive nowadays by the way they're actually a lot cheaper than what they were well what'd you get what's the brand Every it's, brand is pretty much just one brand. Now. Correct, Pen, Panini or Panini, something. Panini, yeah, I couldn't remember the name. And I was like, the reason well, why I know that I collect with my little niece and nephew. We haven't done it for probably six months, but they've got full notebooks full of them. It's fun, man. It just takes me back to being a kid, and it yeah. the it's Damn. how I learned for all those people out there that think it's crazy that I know where a lot of players went to college. Yeah, that's where I learned it from. Yep, was I had tons and tons and tons of basketball cards and you can ask my brothers ryan and matt i would just look at those things over and over and over i don't know why i just did so i learned like meaningless stats i learned where random players went to college and stuff like that and then as i got older i just remember those players playing in college so it kind of just has added to it right and then it rings a bell you can think back to what you saw on the card and to what you saw in person yeah so i went and bought some cards and you got any good ones I got a Joe Dumars jersey card. Really? Yeah. That's pretty cool. So I thought that was cool. I also got a Donovan Mitchell rookie. Did you get the single pack or the multi-pack? I got the, the little boxes, which is like, I think it has Ten eight, of them in there, right? It has or something? Eight, eight packs of uh, five or something, which that's another thing. So they you got the holographic ones or whatever, the good cards. Some yeah. of them were, yeah. But I that five-pack of cards is more expensive. Those are the nicer cards than the other well, ones no, they see, have. Well, no, it's... it's that you're guaranteed at least one special card, I think, in every pack. Okay, yeah. So it had like it was four, three or four regulars, and then like one or two of like the holographic or special kind. So yeah, I got the uh, Joe Dumars was in actually the second to last pack of the second box because I bought one that were 27, 18, 2017, 18 cards, which I got Donovan Mitchell rookie in. Yeah, which by the way, they don't put them on sale when they're older ones. They were they were five dollars cheaper than the other box. Good, I got some at Meyer one time because they didn't have any other options, and I was doing where they would open up a pack every night when they were there. Let me just tell you, first of all, that adds up. Second of all, yeah, if you get stuck where you can't get one, you're in trouble at that point. Yeah, so. I I, wanna, I think I might want to get back into collecting basketball cards again. There's it's no a, value in them, though. That's it's the downside. It's not, but it's, I mean. Of course. It's just, I don't know, man. I miss it, dude. It was so much fun. 
I, I miss doing that. I wish I could find people that was in. DJ's actually doing it as well. So Yeah, I knew. I told you he had that Jordan one. I forget which it, it is, uh, 87, 88, or 88, 89. My dad passed down to me the entire FLIR collection. Nice. Every single card in there. So think about it. You got some gems in if there. If it's at 88, 89, it probably has a Pippin rookie in there. Hey, oh, forget Pippin. You got, you know, some birds. You got some John, Magic saying, Johnson. That, that would be a Pippin rookie card, which right. would be worth something. Yeah, but all those other ones are worth something, too. You got yeah. Jordan in there. You got – there was a bunch of good cards in there. Now, unfortunately, those got flooded in the basement. Flooded. Oh, yeah. man. Some of them I think I still have, but I've still got two big decks of them and everything. It's just I know I don't have the full collection anymore. Um, yeah, my cousin actually passed those down who's been on on the podcast a couple of times, Jerry Lee. Yeah. He, uh, he had a – he had a bunch of cards. He had cards you never would have thought to see as a kid, man. Yeah. You know. Doesn't surprise he me, had Jerry two, He had two or three Jordan rookie cards graded. Yeah. Uh, he had a Jason Williams card that was. Oh, that's. He had a Jason Williams card that was supposed to be burned. So yeah. it was worth like six grand. Yeah. Because it, the number, it was like number 75 of 50. So it's like the number was misprinted. And right. He got so one. it's a one of one, essentially. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. And he got one. He did have a one of one card too. Yeah. That I was like, he used to have stuff, man. I remember. See, he he taught me. Well, you're to, the yeah. I was gonna say you're the one who said that he knew how to grade them, and he was talking about there's no ten on certain ones and on the Jordan rookie cards, the originals. There's no there's unless they have changed their grading scales at that point. Well, I was, told you DJ got that one. That's a ten, but I think that was actually a reprint. So. Oh, um, he's going to be disappointed. Well, about that I've told him that anyway. Yeah. It's still worth something, but especially if it's graded. Yeah, but I think but, he paid a good chunk of change for it, if I remember. I'm, I don't know. There's no telling. I hope not. Yeah. But um, unless they change their grading scales, yeah. it was not possible for a Jordan rookie card to get a Jim Mint 10 uh, grading, which for those of you who have no idea what we're talking about, Jim Mint 10 means that um, the card is card. in perfect condition. Yeah. So – just a little nerd out for you guys real quick if you look at if you go online and you look at the michael jordan rookie card if you look at the back of it you if because you if you find it somewhere on ebay or whatever they'll show every side of the card right or it should if you look at the back of the card and then if you're looking at the back look at the right side compare that right side uh with to the left side width. Right. And even top to bottom, wasn't there a difference how no, wide it was? It, it should just be right and left side. Okay. But the right side The one side we is, looked at originally, the top side was a little bit thicker than the bottom right side where it wasn't centered on the card yeah. perfectly. So the right side is thinner than the left side, which which made the card not perfect. Right. So unless, like I said, unless they change the way they graded it, because I haven't collected cards and it's probably been... 16, 17 years since I've really bought a pack of basketball cards and really paid attention to it, they it was not possible to have a perfect Michael Jordan rookie card. Yeah, so, which is amazing. Out of anybody, they could have messed up. Yeah, they mess up the second best player of all time. Which brings me to my beef of the episode, brought to us by my good friend Daniel Grimes. You're not allowed to say goat anymore. So I was supposed to say that whenever you said goat cereal bracket. I didn't say it. You didn't say it. I so didn't say I, it. I wasn't. I was just saving it for then. So I didn't say it. So you actually said the word that Daniel. You said all of the words that Daniel did. Well, allegedly you said go. So there it is. So but I'm just saying that's Daniel what I'm just telling remember you. Remember who you dislike on this episode because I'm not the one that said either one of those words that you. Dislike. You did say one of them earlier. I heard you. Allegedly, 
but yes, <laughs> yes. set spot D. Yeah, so take that with you. Yeah, <laughs> throw it in the old dirt. Oh, dude, I gotta ask you a question. Yeah, and I know this is off off topic because I didn't I didn't give you. Yeah, but off topic to is this, what I do. So I saw a picture today, and yeah. it was a picture uh, that was defending Kobe Bryant and saying that Kobe Bryant was snubbed four times in MVP voting. Okay, so yeah. I went back and looked at all of it. The stats were somewhat skewed because there was one that was like said Dirk averaged like twenty four points, but he actually averaged twenty five. It was like twenty four point nine and, and stuff like that. So small stuff like that. Okay, yeah. But it like Kobe, they rounded his up. Yeah. Okay, so they were skewing it like that. Right. So my thing was, I commented on this and said. If I'm being honest, the only gripe he really has in any of these is 2002. I can find the picture of it and show you the the stats, but if you look at it, his team's records were way worse than any of the other guys that had won MVPs. Yeah. So my thing was, how can you be an MVP when your team is terrible? I like I can't like to me you're not an MVP if your team's not good. And I'm not saying that hey, it should be the best player on the best team or anything like that, but how can you be a valuable player if your team's not good? Well, what I'll agree with you is typically when you look at the MVP voting, most of the time that's a huge criteria. Yeah. And you even heard them talking about it this year whenever Houston was losing those games. That's why they were saying Giannis was the front runner. Whenever it got close to the end of the year and uh, Houston went on that big tear and was pushing to make a top four seed in the yeah. West, that's when they were saying coming back. So, yeah. I mean, it's tough to take it away from Kobe watching what Kobe did on those teams and then not having help to. With that being said, I feel like the MVP is probably one of the biggest awards that you can say somebody got snubbed every year because of two things. First of all, typically we go very analytical on that award. Second of all, there's not a lot of context with older um, MVP voting. Third of all, it's an award that literally one person out of the NBA wins. So anytime you have an MVP award, you're going to have somebody that's going to be angry about it. Yeah. So like some of the, but like one of them, the Mavericks record was like 67 and 15, and the Lakers were like 42 and 40. Yeah. Like I'm sorry, you're not going to win an MVP when you're, I didn't even look at his field goal percentage. But there's no telling what, how low his field goal percentage was when he was averaging that many points. Right. And that's that's the thing. It's like how a lot of people get mad at how Nick Wright or Colin Cowherd will make some of their points because they'll leave out certain things. Like That's the way some of those things are. It, dis it disappoints me because you have people that don't really do their research and just share something because they like a certain player. Yeah, I'd say there's definitely bias involved with everything. I mean um... – I would even say I'm in that category, but tough to say that somebody's wrong in their opinion because it's like I said, there's no criteria. So it, you're talking MVP, you're thinking who's the most valuable to their team, and I guess the thing that I think of is if you remove that player from that team and replace them with somebody else, how would they do? That's kind of how I grade well, it. Well, see, then, then that's when I ask, are you really that valuable if your team's not good? Yeah. That's that's my question with it. Because, yeah, I understand what you're saying, but how can you be valuable on a team that's terrible? Well, if you look at a team like uh, LeBron when he's left Cleveland the two times and what they've gone from games won in a year to what they've won, to yeah. me that's kind of like a sign of an MVP. Like uh, Devin Booker. Yeah. Why isn't Devin Booker mentioned in the 
in the MVP race then? Well, I'd say a couple of things. He was hurt a lot of the year this year. He really statistically turned it on towards the end of the year, but I don't think he's an MVP candidate. But it's also, like you said, they weren't winning games. Exactly. So that's, that, that was kind of my question. It's like, don't, don't share this stuff. Do the research. Well, it's like you said, that's clearly a Kobe fan, and I get that. But uh, Last thing I want to say, for, first off, thank you guys for listening. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode as well. Uh, I didn't drink in the mic today. Um, that you remember? Not, li- not like how Matt said. I did take a drink, but I tried to move it away from the microphone. So, Which is good. Yeah, so I'm learning. I didn't clear my throat today. No. So I tried. That's why I tried to take a drink. I tried to leave a little bit more of my drink, so I didn't have to clear my throat as often. I only said a couple of words that I wasn't supposed to say, like yeah. twelve times. So that was pretty good for me. But uh, the other thing, shout out to my nephew Theo. I did not realize that his kindergarten graduation was today. Shout, shout out, out to, to Theo, Theo which graduating is, kindergarten. Caleb did as well too. That's awesome. So birthday and graduation. Heck yeah! So shout out to our nephews for graduating kindergarten today. Moving on to first grade. Uh, it's a big step, one grade is. at a time. It is. Unless you're Billy Madison, you go back and do them all in two weeks. But well, I think I could go back and use a little bit of a touch-up, but hey. I'd love, to, I'd love to see you in the spelling bee, but like Billy Madison. Hey, I won spelling bees back, bees back in my day. I was in a spelling bee, and I missed the first word when I went to the state spelling bee. I went to state. I was in a little bit of everything. If we're getting on our bragging station, I went into the math competition. I went into the, the spelling. Olympics? No, it was, was it was like math, an airplane name or something. I was in the Math Olympics. Well, Math Olympics were for the special needs students. No, we didn't have special well, needs in my school. Yeah, it was all. That That's what that tournament was. Jeez, man. No, that's okay. I mean, I, I cheered you on still. and I, like I, I beat that, okay? Well, so. I'm just saying. And the thing is, um, I also was in what was where you wrote books. Do you remember that? What? Did you have to write books? What did you just even say? I was in that word was where you wrote books. That's not even a no, real that's sen- not what that's I said. not even a real sentence. Run the tape back. Do you remember we had to do something? It was like called Young Authors. And okay. you had to write a book and then you competed against your classmates and then they turned in one and then you competed against other schools and then da 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 da. We did not do that. You know no. what the secret was to that? Plagiarizing. Well, that's actually probably a pretty good strategy. <laughs> not, not really, not really. Well, you might get caught. You got to be like strategic in the place. Like I, I want to tell this story after you get done telling this because this is you're going to laugh. Well, the only thing I was going to say is the, the secret is to be your teacher's favorite. So, like, once you become your teacher's favorite, you're automatically going to win for so your you school. So you never won then. Oh, I won big time. So speak- I used to have these snap pants, and then I'd just snap them off in the middle of the class. I'm telling you that they would love that. So, <laughs> speaking of plagiarizing. Um, and speaking of DJ, DJ, <laughs> have you heard this story before? No, but that, that entry was, I'm um, sorry, DJ, D- for whatever is no, about to he, be said DJ, on this DJ podcast. DJ will laugh about this, about this as well, because DJ is not hidden this story at all. I mean, it, he got in trouble for it, so it's not like he can hide it. So DJ wrote a poem, uh, for a class. I think it was his sophomore or junior year, maybe a senior year. One, one of those times. Right. <laughs> and he took <laughs> Hey Growl and Poe. He took the lyrics from Runaway Love by Ludacris. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that one might not it, have get caught. And turned it in. Yeah. And 
the teacher was like almost brought to tears. Oh my goodness! Because you know, obviously, a, a Christian private school teacher is not going to listen to that stuff. Correct. So she was like, "That's beautiful, DJ." And he's like, "Thank you." And Thank like you. he was like, "You got an A plus and all that stuff." And and then uh, she like a couple of days later, she was like, "Hey, DJ, let me get that paper back. I need to I need to look at something." Someone snitched on him. Oh, man. Someone snitched on him and he got an F. <laughs> what terrible friends, too. Where, who? Oh, it wasn't a friend. It wasn't a friend because the Smitty and all them thought it was hilarious. Of so course. they were they were going to tell on him. Yeah, but who found out that wasn't a friend? Uh, he never found Word out. Word spreads pretty quickly in a small school, right? They all knew that he did it. He was Because you had to read it out he loud? Was, yeah, you had to read it out loud in front oh, of class. Yeah. So Smitty and all them were cracking up. Smitty <laughs> and Joey and all them were just cracking up when he was reading this. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, he, they, they already knew anyway what he was reading. Well, while we're snitching on friends, I also had a similar story, but it was not for school. We decided that we would do some freestyle rapping at one point in time, right? And as oh, you can imagine, man. I was pretty much the best. But Blake dropped some bars one day, and we were all kind of like, Blake does not really do so like, well dang, with man, this. man, that was good. Yeah. And needless to find out, it was a Drake song. <laughs> And so he was ghost. He, was, he had a ghostwriter, and it was Drake. <laughs> and because I don't listen to Drake, I had no clue, and I was just blown away by the whole thing. But yeah, I actually had two raps. One was called Twenty Three Flavors," but "Sexy Ain't One." And you know that coming from the Dr. Pepper reference, that was a big hit and uh, very popular. Almost boosted my rap career. I'm like the Max what Kellerman. Your, what was your rap name? I didn't have a moniker. No rap moniker. It w- it was still in the process. You know what I'm saying? I I, I wanted to go with Drano Fomer because that's what they called me at the um, the parks. You know, because I I could shoot the ball so well. That makes zero sense. Yeah, rap wise, that doesn't really. It's not like the best nickname I've ever heard. But you can't give yourself nicknames on a basketball court. You know how it goes. I I have no idea. But how did so? How did you find out that that was Drake lyrics? I think Greg. Because I think Greg listened to some Drake. And we were all kind of that night like, man, that actually, first of all, he went for a little while. But he wasn't reading anything. So he, he wasn't. Like, that's the other part of this. Effort. It's like the effort to go out of his way to memorize these lyrics. You know what the craziest thing about it is? I'd be willing to bet that Greg could tell you the lyrics still to this day because that's how scarring it was to Greg. <laughs> So did you all find out that night that it was Drake, or no, was it just like a different time? I think it was a different time, because that night we were all still hanging out. We were playing like 2K, we were playing MLB, we were playing a bunch of different stuff. So did he admit to it when he was called on it? No, of course not. But it was word for word. It was So it was one of those just kind of swept under the rug, like, oh, I'd change the topic type deal. You know what I mean? Like, guys, I didn't do this. Yeah. But uh, that's the end of the episode, man. Yeah, I shave every morning, but sometimes like 4.30, I'll have a thing. I mean, I know it's called a 5 o'clock shadow, but sometimes I'll get it prematurely. That makes zero sense. But, yeah, guys, try to stay warm because it is hot, and it's hot where we're recording. So, it, it, yeah, it, I'm sweating like Shaq at the phone line. But anyway, beef out.